if you think of the internet in 2000, there was a lot of excitement about it. And then look at where the internet and uh, and all the companies that stuck with it and really created new value, whether it's the, you know Microsoft's, Amazon, Google's of the world, right? So we want to be in that space and we want to be uh, the mobility company of the future, enabling safe, convenient, sustainable transportation. That is Hans Dorfee, Director of Digital Engineering at the Bridgestone America's Technical Center in Akron, Ohio. He's been with Bridgestone for a long time, and now is kind of his time to shine as the digital mindset he's helped advance is front and center as we embark on our mobility solutions journey. Hi there, I'm Keith Cauley, and this is Thrive, a Bridgestone America's podcast that will explore our company through compelling conversations with teammates across our organization. Today's focus is really the future. Bridgestone has set a vision to become a sustainable solutions company by 2050. So really, what does mobility solutions mean? A little bit later, we'll hear from Brian Goldstein, president of our mobility solutions business, about just that. But first, we explore with Hans a little bit more about how Bridgestone got here to be ready for the future and why we know we're ready to make this strategic jump. We hope you enjoy the conversation. Hans Dorfee, really appreciate you taking the time to join us and really share your expertise on this topic of mobility solutions that is getting a lot of conversation right now uh, at Bridgestone as we look towards uh, not just things that have been, been worked on in recent years, but in the future uh, the, for the vision of the company. But Hans, you know, not just mobility solutions, but this entire space of just digital is an area that you have worked in for Bridgestone for a, a many number of years but also something that, in talking to you, has been a passion of yours for a long time. Uh, I wonder if we could start with you at the beginning for you, and what has been your career path and your interest maybe in the digital space, and how has it evolved over time with and before Bridgestone? Thank you, Keith, and thanks for having me. I want to go back maybe uh, quite a few years. Um, you know, I was always interested in engineering and tinkering with things. And I had the opportunity early on um, when I was 11 years old, uh, and that's now in the 70s, so I'm dating myself. You know, I had the opportunity to actually get exposed to computers for the first time and uh, actually use computers to solve some of my my homework problems. <laughs> and uh I started my fascination with computer technology to kind of get things done to help me kind of solve problems. So when I went to go to college, I chose mechanical engineering because I was really interested in the automotive space. But computers always stayed with me because they were the great tools that helped me get things done, you know, and, and computer modeling and computer simulation has really taken off. It's really great synergy engineering and uh and computer technology. And and so when I started, you know, after college, um, when I started at Bridgestone, I had the opportunity to work in advanced uh, research groups that were also using computer simulation at that time. So I gravitated toward that to design new technologies, to design new, new products within Bridgestone. And throughout my uh, career in Bridgestone, I, I have, you know, either taken advantage of digital technology or I've been an, maybe an evangelist or an advocate for for leveraging digital uh, to accelerate our product and uh, design development. 
And so that has brought me over the last couple of years to my current role, which is Director of Digital Engineering. And that's actually a new role because as we have evolved as a company, we have recognized that, you know, in the R&D community, our core expertise has always been in the material sciences and in the engineering sciences. And, and uh, th those are very critical, of course, but the digital sciences are, you know, the third pillar that we, we now need to become that future company that we're working towards. And I think when I think of, you know, you talk about how you got started as a kid and you saw computers as, as problem solving, solution solving tools. I mean, I, I think back to when I was a kid in the 80s and we used it to play like Oregon Trail. Right. And there were these big box machines and it was a it was a gaming system almost for us at the time. But I'm sure that the computer experience for you as well has shifted over the years, I'd have to imagine, in terms of just the, the power that they can deliver, but also the experience physically that they deliver for you? Has that been a weird thing to, to walk through in the life? <laughs> yeah, and it, it definitely has. I mean, it, it, it kind of happens organically, right? I mean, you, you start out with, you know, I remember my, uh, it's actually interesting. Uh, I've been to the computer museum in Silicon Valley and nah. yeah, yeah, and it's, it's fascinating, especially for those of us who have seen the history of computer technology. And I found every computer I've ever worked on in that museum. Uh, you know, there's the things in the museum that are literally five years old. <laughs> <You know? laughs> the speed of, of innovation, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's fascinating. And, and But when you go to a place like this, you realize how far we have come. You know, computers that used to cost millions of dollars are now essentially, you know, decorative items in, in a museum, you know. Really good paperweights. I like it. Yeah. 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 So this idea of digital, right, you, you're now in this role of, of digital engineering, uh, director of that team for Bridgestone working out of the uh, America's Technical Center in Akron. Uh, what does digital mean to you, right? Like when, as a person who's worked in it over your career, um, what does the, the idea of digital mean to you and how have you seen it as a concept and as an approach embraced or I guess focused on differently during your career at Bridgestone as it, as it has evolved? Yeah, yeah, good question. So really, the digital is, has always been an enabler for other things, right? The, the purpose is always to create new value for our customers. And uh, what we have been recognizing, of course, uh, is the power of digital to, to do just that, right? Through, through uh, simulations, through data, through insights. Now we're talking about machine learning. You know, this, all of this is, is enabled by the powerful uh, technology that underpins, you know, the computer uh, technology we find, uh, we find today. So, uh, you know, from that perspective, right, we're now taking the digital sciences and we're using them to predict, uh, for example, new compound uh, formulations rather than, you know, going through experimentation, which, which of course is still important. We can do a virtual experimentation inside computers to accelerate these processes. And, and that enables, a, you know, a different level of discovery and a different level of speed. So this new tool in our pocket really allows us to take the company to the next level. Yeah, and I think that's an important idea to understand. I think when, when a lot of us are hearing the focus on mobility solutions right now and these tire-centric connected solutions that we're trying to evolve into the future, a lot of people think that this is some kind of maybe emerging focus for us. But the reality is that digital 
enablement, right? And the research of trying to use the digital tools at our hand to advance the core tire business and the rubber business and just our base R&D has been there for a really long time. And so the idea of mobility solutions is just a whole new avenue that digital has kind of helped us explore. Is that accurate? Yeah, exactly. I think what as we're evolving as a company, right, we're, we're looking at, you know, how do we not just sell a product, how do we sell solutions that are really delivering on the outcomes? You know, people were always interested in the outcomes of mobility, right? Getting safely from A to B, doing it in a sustainable manner. All of that is is very important. You know, it's the outcomes that matter. But the way we're approaching it now is we want to use, you know, mobility solutions to make these outcomes even more accessible. And as our founder, Mr. Shibashi said many, many years ago, it's about serving society with superior quality. And that's this, this uh, you know, this approach to the way we operate is, I think, uh, reflected in this evolution of becoming a mobility company. A lot of the different types of projects that are underway right now, some of them already in existence, some of them uh, a little bit more aspirational that we're trying to build out. But it's all stuff that takes time, right? I'm sure you, in your position, you've seen a lot of projects kind of maybe come and go over the times, but all moving at a different pace. What's been your perspective on, you know, really Bridgestone's evolution on what it's taken to get to this point, or really maybe just the industry, right? How long it's taken maybe the tire and and automotive industry to get to the point of connected everything mobility moving together? We're talking about innovation here, right? And innovation, you know, uh, works on its own timescale. And what we find in innovation often is that as new ideas, new technologies emerge, there's what we call a hype cycle, right? Uh, Sometimes people initially overestimate how quickly things happen. But it's also interesting that they generally underestimate the impact of, you know, these, these changes over time. And, and so you have to be into this for the long haul. And, uh, We've talked in the past about, you know, these these innovation cycles, you know, as I said, there's this initial hype cycle where, where everyone gets very excited and everything seems to be moved very fast. And then there's this, what's called the valley of death, where things are not quite moving as quickly as expected. And, uh, you know, some of the early adopters just jump ship. And here it is very important that one has a long view because, you know, if you think of the internet in 2000, there was a lot of excitement about it. And then, you know, there was this this perception of a bubble and, you know, look at where the internet and uh, and all the companies that stuck with it and really created new value, whether it's to, you know, Microsoft, Amazon, Google's of the world, right? So we want to be in that space. So we have, you know, a, a long-term strategy. And to some extent, we're on the cutting edge, but it's key that we are one of those companies. You know, we've said before, we we don't want to look back and say, we're the, we're the codex of the tie industry, right? We want to be uh, <laughs> the mobility company of the future, enabling safe, convenient, sustainable transportation. Yeah, the ability to evolve. One of one of my favorite social media accounts to follow is an imitation blockbuster video account, and it it keeps tweeting as if it's the 1990s because it wasn't able to to evolve and adapt to the changing times around it, uh, and just really always puts things in in humorous perspective for me. Um, to that point of what you were just talking about with its own life cycle, I know we had a conversation. The idea of 
when new things emerge, is it gonna is it gonna take hold? And if it doesn't, is it because you were wrong and it, it wasn't what was supposed to happen or it wasn't a good fit? Or is it just because it was early, right? And I'm sure in, in your space, that's always a delicate kind of cliff to, to move over because you, you try to debrief and understand maybe what were mistakes or what went wrong. But is it just that sometimes you were moving too fast and too early and it wasn't, the world wasn't ready for this? Is that an accurate thought? Uh, it is. Yeah. I think this, this concept of are we wrong or are we, uh, are we early is an important one. And, you know, uh, sometimes innovation is misunderstood, right? In the sense that innovation is, is also a three-legged stool, right? It takes a, a technology for innovation, it takes a customer that's interested in the innovation, and it takes a financially sustainable business model around it. You know, if you're missing any of those three, you don't really have innovation. You may have ideas. And when you're early, you may have the technology or you may have the idea, but the business is not ready or financial viability isn't there. Like the modern cloud solutions that we can now uh, tap into just did not exist, you know, 20 years ago. So, uh, you know, were some of the ideas we had back then wrong? No, we just were not, you know, the, the rest of, uh, you know, the industry hadn't caught up to it. I have to imagine in, in thinking uh, through that point of view that this has to be a very exciting time for you and, and for your team to see kind of the global focus and vision of the company now from our new global CEO and, and Paolo here in Bridgestone Americas as the CEO, focusing so heavily on the idea of you know, the evolution of our business model, core tires at the bottom, but moving to connected tire centric solutions and then into mobility solutions and really wholly embracing the digital world. But I guess from the outside looking into me, it seems like maybe a long time coming for a person like you who's lived in this space and it, it, working on things that maybe haven't always been tangible. Um, is there a lot of excitement now as you kind of reach this point where a lot of these things are being embraced holistically by the company to help move it forward? Yeah, absolutely. I think what, what we're seeing now is because of, you know, this globally articulated vision is just the both the alignment and the synergy, you know, that's building within Bridgestone and not just within Bridgestone Americas, but really globally. And so to some extent, the fruits of our labor, the fruits of our ambition are we're now getting to a point where we can start deploying, delivering and Getting to this next uh, evolution of our company, Bridgestone 3.0. So yeah, it's a it's a very exciting time, and uh, we're really looking forward to making it happen. Well, we are looking forward to seeing it all come to fruition as well. Uh, Hans Dorfi, Director of Digital Engineering for Bridgestone Americas, based out of Akron. Uh, thank you, Hans. Appreciate you taking the time to talk to us today. Thank you, Keith. Now, we joked with Hans about the speed of innovation, but the reality is that life moves pretty fast, too. In the short time since we spoke, he was promoted to vice president of core engineering. So now, in addition to digital transformation, he'll be leading the teams focused on using our core material, polymer, and systems engineering capabilities to help expand our solutions business. So Hans helped us understand Bridgestone's path to this point, now let's turn to the future. Brian Goldstein helps us chart a strategic course on our solutions journey, which is already taking shape and driving value for customers. Let's dive in. Well, Brian, we are really excited to talk to you today. Uh, thanks for joining us, taking the time. Hey, thank you very much for having me. 
Absolutely. And and we're excited to, to dive in. And really, I think we start at the top, right? The, the question that will hopefully unpack some of this in a very clear way to start, which is what do we mean when we talk about mobility solutions and what are the issues that we're really trying to solve with it? Yeah, absolutely. So mobility solutions can be very broad. Uh, but what I try to do is uh, think about it in a very simple way, which is we're here to help people and goods to move from point A to point B as safely, efficiently, as sustainably as possible. And our heritage is with the tire. And so our focus initially is around the tire and helping to make sure that our customers or end consumers are able to get the most out of their tires. Uh, but at the end of the day, that's, that's really what Mobility Solutions is for Bridgestone is let's just get people and goods from point A to point B as safely, efficiently, as sustainably as possible. So um, we talked to Hans Dorfi, right? And he's a guy who's been hyper-focused his entire career on digital technology, digital processes, and, and transformation. Your background, Brian, is a little bit different, different areas of expertise, different journey uh, outside of the company. So what has your career path been before coming to Bridgestone? And how has that really positioned you to lead our mobility solutions business? That's a great question, and uh, I'm thrilled to have Hans Dorfi side by side as we are uh, venturing on this journey. So my background is uh, in consumer packaged goods, and I'm a marketer by trade. And so I grew up in kind of traditional marketing roles, uh, companies like Unilever, Kraft, and Kimberly Clark working on products or brands that pretty much everybody knows. So things from Breyers ice cream to Klondike ice cream bars, stovetop stuffing, uh, Cottonelle toilet paper. And uh, I moved into Bridgestone about almost four years ago. Initially led the fibers and textiles business and have now been in this role for about two years, focused on how we leverage technology to help our customers uh, to be more efficient, again, safer and more sustainable. I think what's really important from my background is uh, the focus on the consumer or the customer. And that's really where it starts. So it doesn't matter what you're selling or what you're trying to achieve as a business. Ultimately, it has to go back to the customer and understand their needs, their pain points, the inefficiencies that exist today. And by understanding those things, create products that help them to be better. And so that's, that's kind of my starting point, And that's really my focus in this role. And that's where Hans comes in because he can help us with what technologies make the most sense to help solve those customer problems. So you started with the company, Brian, in the, the fleet solutions role, experimenting in some projects that were in this mobility solution space. As you noted, uh, expanded now kind of more enterprise wide. What are some, when we talk about mobility solutions, what are some examples that you showcase or, or try to explain to people? Because I think for a lot of people at Bridgestone, you know, we think of tires, they're tangible, they're black and, and rubber and round, but mobility solutions is this more kind of nebulous, invisible thing at times. Um, so how do you, what are some examples and how do you explain them to bring them to life for, for people when you talk about them? Yeah, so I'd say first, uh, sometimes it helps to start with a framework. And the one that we start with is the idea of sense, think, and act. And so fundamentally, sense means getting information, information that comes off the tire from a sensor, or it could come off the vehicle. Um, everybody, I think, recognizes today vehicles have lots and lots of sensors generating lots and lots of information. 
And so for us, if we can capture that information, that data, then we need to do something with it. And that's really the think. And that's where things like advanced analytics come in. And we can analyze that data, which can help us to provide the right reporting, the right alerting. And also more and more with data science and machine learning, we're able to apply algorithms or predictive models that actually can help foresee what could come in the future or to alert people to something that's going to happen before they realize it. And then last is ACT. Ultimately, we want to make sure that we provide the service to take care of the issue, either that being a planned or an unplanned event. And so I think simply everything we do, we think about sense, let's get the data, think, let's make sure we make the most of that data, create new insights, and then act is help our customers uh, in terms of whatever service needs to occur. One example I would give you is IntelliTire. IntelliTire is an automated tire pressure monitoring solution intended for the commercial truck market. And unlike passenger vehicles that all have tire pressure monitoring on them today because it's legally mandated, only about 10% of commercial vehicles actually have this type of a system. What happens is, is that we see that tire pressure management is not always as good as it should be among these trucks. And there's lots of implications of that. Efficiency, safety, sustainability. And so our IntelliTire product is a solution that consists of both hardware and software. So the hardware being a sensor that screws onto the end of the valve stem on the wheel. And then we have software. So as we get the data that comes off those sensors, we're able to process that data and we're able to provide the appropriate reporting and alerting to the customer, that fleet manager or the driver, whoever makes sense, even the service provider, as to what needs to happen on that vehicle. And where this becomes really important is because there's about 16 million breakdowns a year for commercial trucks. And of those 16 million, about half of them are tire related. And most of those are because of poor air pressure management. So if we can help to maintain better air pressure management, then we can avoid a lot of breakdowns, which means less drivers sitting along the side of the road, which is a safety issue, uh, less time that they're sitting there not getting packages or goods from to where they need, uh, as well as more sustainable because their engines aren't running uh, without them actually getting anywhere. So uh, hopefully that's helpful in terms of a specific example that we're currently deploying into market and actually selling to fleets today. Yeah. Well, and I think, you know, you talk about coming from the commercial side, a lot of it is based on that whole fleet you know, network work and trying to help with that connectivity and efficiency over the management of a lot of trucks. I know we're starting to see that a lot more in a, in a different fleet sense, right, with last mile delivery, and you've got your, your Amazons and, and your smaller van fleets, uh, as opposed to the big 18-wheeler commercial trucking that, that are always on the road as well. But as we take that maybe then from commercial and think about consumer-facing mobility solutions or tire-centric solutions, where would like, you know, you and me driving a personal car in the future, where would this start to evolve into the consumer side for us? Yeah, so there's a couple of different uh, projects that we're working on today. I'd say fundamentally, uh, we're thinking about how an individual like you or I get our service today. How do we take care of our vehicle? 
What are the surprises that we have when all of a sudden we realize we have to buy new tires or we have something go wrong with our vehicle that needs to have service and all of a sudden there's a big shock when you have to look at that bill and go, wow, look at how much I have to pay here that I wasn't planning on. So in terms of a solution to help address and provide greater peace of mind, uh, we currently have a pilot right now that we're uh, in the market with, we call it Resolve. And essentially it is a subscription offering for your end consumer. So if you go into a Firestone Auto Care, instead of having to pay $400, $500 for a new set of tires or having to pay for uh, other services to your vehicle, be them brake jobs or oil changes, uh, you can actually sign up for a monthly subscription. And we offer different packages. They might be tire packages or just basic vehicle service packages. And you pay a monthly subscription. And whenever your vehicle needs service, it's covered under the subscription. And so this is something that's very new. We're really learning and understanding what makes the most sense to the consumer or to that individual driver, uh, which types of packages are most appealing, what mix of services are most appealing, uh, but really wanting to make sure we have something that we can offer uh, that delivers that peace of mind. And, and so far, uh, the results are very encouraging. And, and I know that uh, we're also looking at how to bring service to people, right? Uh, I think it's Firestone Direct, basically taking the store on a, in a mobile vehicle on the road to help, you know, with convenience of, of service for people. Uh, so, yeah, I think it, that's it's exciting stuff to look forward to, right? I think that the nature of life is kind of when it rains, it pours on some of that unfortunate stuff. So if, if I can not drop gigantic lump sums of money at certain periods of time, I think I'd probably be interested in that. But let's so unpack then a little bit even bigger view. Um, we've got these very specific projects, a couple of different areas that, that we're looking at, commercial, consumer, holistic for the future. You know, core tires, rubber, that's, that's our foundation. That's our history. That's not going away. But how do we look at the future business opportunities and growth of this mobility solution space, because that is, it's new, it's something we need to learn about and hopefully expand in. So how do we go about monetizing that and actually growing a sustainable, I guess, foothold in that space? Yeah. So I say first and foremost, this is not about tires or solutions. This is very much an and. And tire in and of itself is a solution. It is helping people and goods to get from point A to point B. And so our role as Bridgestone is to help our customers, the fleets, the OEMs, the end individual driver, provide them with a set of solutions that meets their needs. And if you're a fleet, you're looking for the lowest total cost of ownership or maximizing your uptime. And so we as Bridgestone can create more value for them with our tires plus additional services or solutions. And so if that includes our service network, if that includes new software, new reporting, new alerting, these are all creating more value for the fleet. It's helping them run their business better. And if we can do that, we'll drive greater stickiness for Bridgestone as a supplier or as a strategic partner, most importantly. And we'll also generate new revenue streams because the more value we create for the customer, the more they're gonna be willing to pay for that. And so again, uh, tire is a central 
to the future. And we're really here to help the customer make the most out of the investment that they're making in that tire. Yeah. And I think to close, you know, we've got our new global CEO, Shu Ishibashi, who's made mobility solutions this path forward in his vision. Paolo, uh, our new CEO here in, in BSAM now, shares that vision, very, very excited and focused on mobility solutions. So as a company, right, we're very much publicizing like this is the shift. This is where we're going. So you're the guy then that's put in that seat to say you're leading this business, this this exploration. Uh, you know, how do you, I guess, react to that? It feels like, you know, do you have like a lot of eyeballs on you or what's your take, I guess, on the challenge of bringing this to fruition? Yeah, I think it's incredibly exciting. And what I'd say is um, I am far from being alone in this journey. We have an amazing team within Mobility Solutions. We have tremendous partners across the business from the other business units to the functions. And we're really one Bridgestone. We're one team that's very much focused on helping to serve our customers. I think that's incredibly exciting. I think it's great for our company for the future. I think this is gonna help us to sell more tires. It'll help us to be a better partner to our customers, help us to create new revenue streams, and ultimately create a more prosperous future for Bridgestone. So uh, I think it's an exciting time to be part of Bridgestone, and uh, I can't wait to, to see what the future brings. Sounds like an exciting spot to be in as the president of Mobility Solutions. So we appreciate you taking a, a couple minutes to join us and, and talk about it. Brian, I know that you are living and breathing this every day, and, and the hope is that we can help uh, our, our teammates and our audience uh, continue to understand it and hopefully get as excited as, as we are about the future ahead. So thank you so much. Very good. Thank you for the opportunity. So our vision is to become a sustainable solutions company by 2050. And hopefully these two conversations have helped illustrate how Bridgestone is approaching, making this important strategic shift and how our concepts for mobility solutions will partner with our core tire business to deliver on it. As always, we hope you'll share this podcast with your fellow teammates, and we'd love to hear your feedback and ideas as we plan future episodes. We're looking to hear great stories, meet more of our great people, and just explore the different areas of our business. Please send an email to thrivepodcast at bfusa.com to let us know what you think. Thanks for listening. Until next time, keep on keeping on. And remember that at Bridgestone, today, tomorrow, together, we thrive. Be good, everybody. Everybody.